0: good afternoon everyone and welcome to life is but adrian the podcast so um as promised from last week there is going to be more structure to this episode today we're going to be talking about sexuality and how my thoughts on this have changed over time um the first thing i'd like to do is introduce some segments that i have you know these are my notes So it's going to go like this. Um, the first part is going to be an insufferable take. This segment is essentially me sharing my raw, unfiltered opinions on a topic um, that may come up in my mind. Um, because I feel like that's why we call it insufferable. Because you have hot takes, but these ones are insufferable. Or they, sh- they they might be to some people. I don't know. And then we're going to get on with the main topic. And then I will, what's the last thing we're going to do? And then the last segment is unsolicited advice. So insufferable take, main topic and um, unsolicited advice because nobody asked me, but this is my podcast so I can do what I I want to do. So for the insufferable take this week, um, my question to you guys, or the question that I had to myself is, is creativity in the entertainment industry being substituted for sexuality and sexual explicit explicitness uh my answer is yes i honestly feel like because people aren't don't want to be creative they just shake their asses now and um this is it's kind of weird because i'm someone who a lot of the music that comes out right now i have definitely liked it in the past and i still like it now but like when I really look at I'm just like you have come out in the smallest outfit possible to prevent yourself from actually being creative and that's kind of what's being pushed and the turn in hip hop and rap or just popular music is 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 turned to like this sexually explicit nonsense um I'm gonna give you some examples so sexy red I actually I really like her I really do sexy red and sukihana made a song hood rats and the video i really enjoyed the video it was very sexually explicit but i was i just couldn't help but feel like are we feeding into this agenda that everything needs to be overly sexual to i'm gonna sound like one of them like hotels but i feel like i've been reading a book recently dr joe dispenser um what's it called becoming supernatural and i've read it before but i'm rereading it because you know we forget so many things you have to remember and he talks about the energy centers which were essentially the chakras so the lowest energy center center where a lot of our energy gets trapped is um he said it's your sexual desires above that is like safety and then above that is like ego but essentially where the creativity actually comes from is like the top chakras and so in a roundabout conspiracy theory sort of way, I'm like, maybe the reason why the sexually explicit content is so, like they keep pushing that narrative is to keep us in this bottom chakra and stop us from um, creating. And I say they stop us, but like no one can really stop us, but it's what's popular. So it's difficult to, I guess, for a music artist for to try and like, make something outside of that because sex does sell and it like i don't like i literally love all of these artists who are so sexually explicit like city girl suki hana sexy red um even see china like she's been blown up on um tiktok i love her song last laugh like i literally i sing it all day but then there is a part of me who's just like i am like the observer of what i'm doing and i'm just like i'm kind of conscious of the of the fact that like is keeping you in these kind of limited sort of spaces. When you watch these sort of city girls anthems or you listen to these city girls anthems, it stops you from thinking above that. You're just thinking about how to make yourself more sexually appealing. You're thinking about getting money. Men would be thinking about money to attract the opposite sex. So I can understand, like, I'm like, do you know what? Like, this kind of makes sense. I don't know if the powers that be have that sort of agenda to keep you in those bottom chakras but I have found for myself whereas I used to enjoy that music a lot more now it's not something I would listen to in my free time I don't really listen to music anymore at all because I feel like I want to be programming what's in my head and just mindlessly always listening to music I feel like that stops me from being able to like program what's into my head but that's a topic for another day but yeah that's my insufferable take like this kind of music is not low vibrational in the sense that um, you are bad, but it's low vibrational in where it's not going to allow you to access different ways of thinking. And maybe I'll talk about this in another episode, but if the focus is on your sexuality and your sexuality is connected to your body, but only the way it looks, not how it functions and how it feels, then it would make sense as to why um, plastic surgery is just so flipping prevalent. Because even when I was looking, at all of the music artists of this day and age i said to myself hold on every single mainstream or like semi-famous um rapper has surgery they have something and i was literally racking my brains trying to think of a uh rapper who doesn't i could only think of like coil Ray and um i was gonna say flo millie but she got her breast done recently and so i i definitely was seeing that correlation and i was like yeah like it w- You know making music and promoting those sort of images is what's just going to keep you thinking that's all that there is and sex is a really important part of life and it's a really important topic that's why we're going to talk about today because i don't think it's not black or white it's not like this is good this is bad it's more like um it's more like how are we utilizing this energy why is this the only thing we can talk about why is this the only thing that's popular you know it's just food for thought yeah so but yeah no honestly I, I actually love suki red and suki red i love um sexy red i love suki hana especially suki hana because i feel like she's just so real and um i feel like yeah she's just so raw and real. i love people for other reasons um but i do notice i'm like why is that what what's the only thing that's being pushed i think it it also all comes down to what we're willing to tune into and um what we're willing to give the air time. I'm not saying, like, do you know what it is? Sometimes I feel like, oh, but like, if we didn't have music like that, what kind of music would we have? And sometimes I don't always want to hear the conscious rap where they're talking about killing in America, but it's like, there's so many other emotions apart, apart from sexual emotions. Like there's joy, there's gratitude, there's just like, it is possible. And I know it's possible, but sometimes it seems impossible just because how saturated the market is with, sexuality and sexual content and it just it's quite insane um but yeah let's move on to the next uh topic the main topic is i wanted to talk about my own sexuality and my own journey with my sexuality um i have a prop well not a prop but like something that you guys can um follow along with at home as well so it's a i they used it one time we got um training at work on lgbt and how to like be sensitive to the lgbt and they use this gingerbread diagram to help you explain your um sexuality and i was like oh this is really cool so oh sorry it's not a gingerbread man it's called the genderbread person um so if you just type in um on google the genderbread person oh it says public health post um yeah i just thought it was really cool so they talked about um it says gender is one of those things that everyone thinks they understand but most people don't like inception gender isn't binary it's not either or in many cases it's both and a bit of this a dash of that and a tasty little guide is meant to be an appetizer for gender understanding it's okay if you're hungry for more in fact that's the idea okay uh, <laughs> they said it's an accessible resource for basically okay so they split up um gender expression into now they split up gender the gender-bred person into five sections so they start with the identity who you're attracted to your expression your sex okay so what we're going to do we're going to go i'm going to go for it for myself so my gender my gender identity is a woman my gender expression is feminine my biological sex is female i'm sexually attracted to men about 80 percent and women like 20 and i'm romantically attracted to men so um i guess that's how i'm gonna start off for discussion right so i just feel like sexuality and queerness is a really interesting topic because for me i i think since i was younger not i think since i was younger i've just seen myself as quite open-minded and i never had an interest in like being in a relationship with women but i definitely had like a sexual interest in women which i began to explore as i got older only to like a small extent and i would do it more i just i don't know i just don't i don't have the opportunities right now i'm not necessarily looking for the opportunities but i liked the um differences between romantic and sexual attraction because even if you're sexually attracted to someone it doesn't mean you want to build a life with them or you want to date them or bring them home to your parents um but if you're romantically attracted to someone like i'm only a really romantic- romantically attracted to men then you want to actually have a life with them um but yeah i feel like you guys can use that um, you can use that template because i think it's a really cool thing to look at how you're made up of um abs so most of my thing is quite i feel like i consider myself straight and a lot of other people that like past partners that i've had are just like no, you're this like you're bisexual. I'm really not. Like to me, bisexuality is a um, is a lifestyle. Queerness is a lifestyle, and I feel like I'm not just gonna put a label on myself for no reason. Like if somebody asks me if I'm gay or straight, I'm just like, guys, I do what I want. That's my sexuality. My sexuality is I do what I want. But if I'm were to break it down, it would be more like that sexual attraction to women slightly. I feel like I just have an explorative mindset. Um, but I don't want to force it and be like, oh, I'm a part of this group because I feel like people love to do that. Um, and then they want to be, <laughs> they want you to take up certain spaces and be interested in certain spaces. And I'm really not because I feel like for some people, their gender is like an ident, like a really, really big part of their identity and it defines their life whereas to me like it's just a background byproduct like what i want to do in the bedroom doesn't affect me day to day whereas some people bring it to their forefront and it does affect them day to day which is why i would not consider myself bisexual i would just say that i'm fruity i'm i'm just open-minded that's pretty much it um and open-minded enough to like act on it because i have and i will continue to act on it um yeah but in terms of um my sexuality recently in the last couple of months i have really noticed like i'm just not as i'm not really sexually interested like i don't know what to i don't know what to call it sex drive like it's quite mine has gotten quite low not in like a negative way but it's just i'm not things aren't really turning me on the way they used to you know i just I don't know, I feel like I would go outside and I would see so many people and be like, I want this person and that person. And now I'm just like, I just, I'm not thinking about it. So because of that, I was like, well, is that normal? Is that bad? But I was like, let me just see other ways that you can explore your sexuality and your sensuality. And this led me to finding a shibari workshop, which is bondage. And um, I've never... I haven't really been interested in it, but I saw it online. I was like, "This kind of looks cool." Like, you just get like tied up and stuff like that. And I was like, "Maybe this will give me some new fantasies." Because that's I used to be someone who had like loads of fantasies and that I wanted to play out in my head. And now I just I can't even, I can't think of any. I don't I don't know. Maybe my interests are changing. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Like, I don't have that many active fantasies. I don't know. Or maybe it's the thing that I was talking about earlier about the energy getting stuck in the lower three. Um energy centers maybe mine have moved up because i really am not as aroused by everything as i used to be um and also some of my fantasies have come true so (laughs) i don't know and i'm i think i've explored different things where like that certain things that used to be a fantasy i'm just i don't i don't care to do that anymore but anyway i went to the shibari class it was in peckham it was in southwark and um it was an all-black event which was more comforting but I was very nervous about going because whenever you hear about like a BDSM scene or anything like that you just I I felt immediately like I was like oh my god you're too young like what are you doing like you know this space isn't for you so um I bought the ticket anyway and I was like oh Adrian just go and if you don't like it then you then you leave so I go in to the place um and the workshop essentially just taught us um how to use ropes and how is this? This is a very intro to shibari. Shibari is like a Japanese um technique of like rope play, and even though I thought it would, I thought it would be more of a sexual workshop, and it really wasn't. It was very like sensual and flowy. So what we basically did is, um if you don't have, if you don't come with someone, I came by myself, so I put my hand up. They pair you up with someone. I paired up with this other girl, and um, her energy was. Really nice and really calm, and she had been to one beforehand. And obviously, you have a top and the bottom, so the dom and the sub. And at first, we we took turns in being the dom and the sub. But when I was a dom, I really, really didn't like it. And this is something I know about myself anyway. I don't. I just when it anything in the bedroom, anything related to that, I just like to be submissive so I can just relax. I don't want to be in control. So I really learned that in that workshop because at first, like, we were practicing like for the whole entire time we were there she would tie all of the knots on me like she would use the rope and like you know put put different pressures and sensation against my skin and he'd be like okay um in your partners if you guys want to switch this is the time that you're going to switch we never switch like she literally was a dom for the whole time because at first I said I didn't mind but then I said I was like you know what like I just want to be the sub and she was like oh I've never done it before um she's usually what they call the rope bunny but I was the rope bunny and I don't know if it was me being selfish but I am like, not gonna lie like I'm, I'm not tying you up I don't care I don't want to and um she allowed it but it was actually really successful it was about a f- three-hour workshop and we just learned different techniques for the um doing the ropes and I actually did get I actually did get some um some marks on my arm they're gone now because it was last Friday but it was weird like how because like you you kind of get into this like trance state and obviously i had literally just met her that day but it's to the point where like it's very it's quite intimate and that's why you have to kind of build a trust throughout the um workshop a lot of people like some people came with their husbands and that was their date night which i thought was really cute and i was like when i get married i'm gonna do that um but like the person you're seeing in between the person's legs like their chest is again your your back like your neck is in their neck and everything and like you're just supposed to like close your eyes and relax into it when they do different holds and you have to tell them whether the pressure's too much or the pressure's not enough or this, that, and the other. So I really had to learn about my communications. And I was like, do you know what? This is a really, really nice way for me to explore my sexuality without, I don't, it just felt different. It felt more elevated. And this is not me looking upon like casual sex as like, dirt, but I definitely saw the difference Um, in ways in the past I may have, um, express my sexuality and going to this class it was more central and um yeah it was it was actually really good but i did feel sometimes i feel like an imposter in these places because i'm like who like who do you think you are like i really thought people were going to be in their gimp masks like just whipping people walking around it it was just rant like regular ass black people so that was um that was my shibari experience um yeah but yeah, I guess as my consciousness elevates like the sexual desires I had before are not the sexual desires I have now. So there's, there's, there's clearly a correlation. Okay, so the final segment is my unsolicited advice. Uh, this is where I give advice to you guys, but also to myself, just to take away from the week ahead of what I'm learning right now. And that is that I have to... Really understand the fluidity in my being, not just sexual fluidity, but just fluidity in who I am. I say this all the time, but then, as I said before, like the fact that my sex drive is down, or like my fan—I don't, I don't have as many fantasies as I used to be. I ask myself, is there something wrong with me? But I'm now learning, like that you need to just allow things to change. Like, yeah, you're older, like now you need more than just like a good looking face to get you going because I feel like that was my thing um I can walk in anywhere and be like oh this person's attractive but do you know what's more attractive like people who are actually making my life better I can't I find it difficult to be attracted to just someone who looks good and ignore all the other shit so I don't know if I'm becoming like a sapiosexual or maybe I'm just tired of the bullshit like you lot can tell me uh but yeah My piece of unsolicited advice is to allow yourself to change and recognize when you change that change is the only constant anyway i don't want to keep waffling um and that's all i have for this week guys um and i'll be back next week with another topic so um see ya enjoy